Okay, it's just summer. Okay, consent item. Uh, let's approve the July 27th meeting minutes. Are there any uh, amendments or changes? I do have one comment. Please. Um, in the minutes, the, toward the very end, the staff communication, there are three bullet points. The second bullet point, uh, uh, there, there's a, a sentence in there that doesn't make sense. It's like a word has been left out or something. It says the agenda will include a memo with a list out will come forward the remainder of the year. So something is missing from that sentence. I just didn't know what it was. Agreed. I think the intent was that they're going to report out the intended calendar through the end of the year. Uh, and if we could just clarify that one note on the minutes. I saw that as well. Any other amendments or comments? Okay. So with that, let's uh, move to approve. Would someone like to move that, please? So moved. Second. I'll second. All right. Please take the roll. Commissioner Abbey. Yes. Commissioner Davis is absent. Commissioner Farkas. Abstain. Commissioner McCarty. Yes. Commissioner Zucker is absent. Vice Chair Lagerquist is absent. Chair Comden. Yes. Do you have enough that votes to pass that since I couldn't participate? Hmm. That's Good question. Three of seven. Uh, yes, it's with the uh, those members present, so it passes three to one. Okay. All right. Here we go. On to the formal items. Uh, we have Project 14570, the Front and Calorama Major Design Review. I understand staff has a request here. Uh, yes, uh, there was a issue with the public noticing, particularly with the Coastal Commission uh, receiving their notice within the required 10-day uh, time frame prior to the hearing. Uh, and with that, staff is one, looking to re-notice that for the September 28th uh, meeting so that we can fall uh, and meet all the protocols and regulations uh, for the Coastal Commission. Uh, and with that, staff's recommending a continuance to the September 28th Planning Commission meeting. Can I, any questions? I, I have a question. Yes, Why not do it on the 14th? Why wait till the 28th? Uh, that's just uh, efficiency. We're looking, we already have items scheduled for the 28th, and we don't have any items scheduled for the 14th. So um, just a matter of efficiency and consolidating agendas where we can. Okay, thank you. Of course. Commissioners, any other comments regarding that request for continuance? Okay, do we have a motion to approve the continuation? I will motion to uh, continue the hearing to the 28th. Very good. Do we have a second? I'll second. Very good. Madam Clerk, please take the roll. Commissioner Abbey. Yes. Commissioner Davis is absent. Commissioner Farkas. Yes. Commissioner McCarty. Yes. Commissioner Zucker is absent. Vice Chair Lagerquist is absent. Chair Comden. Yes. Motion passes. So that will be continued to Wednesday, September 28th. All right, very good. All right, uh, that's the only formal item. So now we move on to informal uh, or informational item, the general plan update and housing element implementation. Yes, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, are you able to hear 
or okay, thank you. Uh, so I want to give update on the general plan and one aspect of housing element implementation. Uh, we're very excited that we're having a community meeting on the August 30th. At the, it's going to be located at the museum. Uh, for anyone interested, please go to planventura.com. It has all the information about about uh, about the meeting. The, the topic will be land use alternatives for the new general plan. Uh, back in March, council endorsed the vision statement for the general plan. Uh, this was after a year of, of community engagement and, and GPAC meetings. These land use alternatives are the next step. Uh, there are going to be three options for how the community might grow over the next 30 years uh, in a manner that uh, attempts to fulfill the vision statement. Uh, these alternatives reflect nearly six months of work with GPAC uh, and is based very much on community input to date. Uh, we do recognize that each alternative has trade-offs, uh, pros and cons. Uh, their purpose is to have dialogue and conversation about the future. Uh, unfortunately, there is some information out there in, in the public uh, that is uh, less than accurate. Uh, I would encourage the interested public to come to the meeting uh, and participate in, and see the information for themselves. Uh, also want to report that earlier today, uh, I was part of a meeting with some of the leadership of Downtown Ventura Partners who had published a website uh, on the topic of Downtown Heights and Historic Buildings. Uh, that website was not as accurate as it could have been and it has been edited uh, uh, somewhat in recent days. Uh, after hearing about what the city is doing on the general plan, uh, and how the alternatives are in, uh, intended to generate a uh, level of dialogue, what's in these alternatives and what are not in the alternatives. Uh, they left the meeting very much supportive of all parties participating with an open mind and a positive attitude. And uh, I think that's very important because uh, we do know there are quite a few members of the public who are very interested in addressing the housing issue and uh, are open to the topic of of heights. We know there are a lot of people in the community that are very concerned with the idea of heights. Uh, the point is to have that dialogue and to have it in as uh, understanding a manner possible. Uh, just to be very clear to some who have uh, uh, looked at what's on social media, uh, is the city considering to put six stories everywhere in downtown? No, not at all. Is the city considering to replace historic buildings with tall, with tall buildings? No, not at all. Is the city preparing a range of alternatives based on past community input for the future of the community for the purpose of getting feedback? Yes, we are. Uh, so encourage everybody, come to the meeting. There will be a virtual version of the meeting if you cannot make the in-person meeting. That will be on the 1st of September. That meeting will be recorded, so if you can't see it live, you'll be able to see it at any time you want. Uh, we do want everyone's feedback. Uh, we do know that there are strong positions on every side of every issue in, in, in this community. Uh, the point is to be able to talk about it, uh, and we are looking forward to that. Uh, any questions on the general plan part before I move on to the housing element implementation update? Commissioner McCarty. Yes, thank you. <clears throat> Thanks, Peter. Uh, is the message that you just provided to us available in electronic form 
in a written form that you might be able to provide to us so that we can get that message out to the public? Uh, so other than um, my notes here, it is not, but we are working on getting uh, whether it is going to be a uh, letter from the city or some type of document uh, that we do want to get out before the weekend. Uh, I will send that on to all the planning commissioners. I think we probably plan to do that uh, as it is. And yes, we would really appreciate if it can be shared with as, as many people as possible. Okay, thank you. Commissioner Abbey. Thank you, Peter. Um, the two meetings you said was in person at the Museum of Ventura County, August 30th, and then a virtual meeting on Thursday, September 1st. That part's correct? Yes. Okay, and then also I received email that says that there'll be a series of meetings uh, at community councils and I know that our board secretary was contacted today and is trying to work out a date with Mr. Ramey. Uh, will that contain the same information, the three land use alternatives? So the, the, the meetings that are gonna occur the 30th and the 1st are really the kickoff of the engagement process for this phase. Uh, after that, there's going to be a, a variety of, of outreach. Uh, again, if you want to see all of it, please go to planventura.com. The community council presentations will probably be abbreviated versions of these. Uh, so I would encourage everybody to at least watch the online, online recording. I think the community council uh, one will be more focused on, on the area around that community council. Um, and so we'll probably not cover as much in the other areas. Uh, having said that, we welcome comments from anybody in the community about anywhere else in the community. So uh, uh, the Ramey team will be able to respond to any questions that any community council area wants to talk about the other areas, but I think they are planning on focusing their presentation at least on, on, the, on the area that they're visiting. Okay, and in, in interest in informing the public, um, the email that came out said that there would be surveys after people have uh, viewed the meetings and the information presented. And the last day for submittal of su uh, surveys was sometime in October? Uh, I believe that's correct. I don't know for certain. And uh, like we did with past surveys, I mean, part of me doesn't want to say this, but like we did with past surveys, we will extend that date uh, if we want to get more feedback. I don't want to Part of me doesn't want to say that because then people may not try to turn it in on the deadline, but our goal is to get as much community input as possible across the board because, uh, as I said, these, these are not uh, easy yes-no type of issues. They're, they're, we, we want as much feedback as possible, so yes. Okay, thank you, Peter. Any other questions? Okay, I, I have a question um, before. There, there's a second part to your... Yes. Okay. And maybe it will be answered, but today we received uh, a request from staff to set up individualized meetings for each of the commissioners and staff in September. And I'm just wondering what we should expect in those meetings. I think it has to do with the, uh, the, the housing limitation. Yeah. 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 So that's not exactly what I was going to cover, but that's fine because it's 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 still a good topic. Uh, with the housing element adoption, uh, even though the state hasn't certified it, they, 
The state has not rejected any contents. They want more explanation, more commitments on things. So we're moving forward with implementation while we are also on a separate track moving forward with um, making adjustments and expanding information to get it certified. Once that happens, we'll bring it back to Planning Commission and Council. My anticipation, my expectation is that will probably be in 2023, just based on where we are in, in, in the year. Um, in 2023, the Planning Commission is going to be handling a lot of policy topics that uh, particularly because of COVID, we got out of practice with. Uh, so there's, we're, we're gonna be, the housing element identifies the Planning Commission as the lead uh, board for implementation. And so one of the priorities is going to be working on a city homelessness plan uh, that was uh, actually a implementation measure that council has asked to move up uh, because of um, recent survey that showed it was like clear and far away the number one issue on, uh, on the minds of our residents. Uh, that homelessness plan is gonna be quite different than what planning commissions normally used to seeing. Zoning and land use will just, will be a part, but not, not the majority of the issue. It, it, there are a lot of other aspects of it. Uh, so we wanna give some background on um, what to expect as those things come forward. So the purpose of the briefing is to give the commissioners an update on what to expect, one, for the rest of this calendar year, and then once, once, once the new year starts, when we start to uh, dive into these measures. Uh, we've had similar meetings with the council members to let them know that, uh, give them the update, as well as let them know that we'd be reaching out with you to let you know uh, what's, to be, what's coming forward. Uh, anticipate at a future meeting, probably end of September, maybe early or maybe in October, uh, we would have a schedule of uh, housing element related events, ad agenda dates uh, to share with the public. Uh, but at this point, we don't have that. Okay. So that's that part of it. Uh, can I go on to the? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the other part, um, is one aspect of the housing element was we had to identify sites for over 5,000 units and uh, plus a buffer. And we were able to do that pretty much with existing, with sites that had existing zoning that allowed those units. But there were a handful of sites uh, on Johnson and one church on Telegraph that uh, we identified in the housing element that need to be rezoned. Um, and we have a certain time frame that we have to do that. And what is being proposed is a form-based code overlay that can be applied to those uh, sites so that uh, we are able to have the prescriptive regulations that we enjoy in our form-based code, in our specific plans and such, in these areas, even though they're not in the specific plan. The reason I bring this up in particular now is because on the 31st of August, there's going to be a DRC special session on th this topic of the form-based code overlay. Uh, the agenda for this item will be published tomorrow. The primary goal of this meeting is to hear from, uh, is to give an introduction about what uh, this overlay is and is not, uh, and to hear from DRC, local design professionals, and community members about what has worked in our form-based codes, what has not, and maybe what's been missing. And so 
one of the reasons I state this is to let people know that this is happening. Um, the agenda, as I said, will be published uh, published tomorrow. The event will be at the uh, Poinsettia Pavilion on, on, on Foothill uh, in order to have a large enough room in, in, in case we get that level of attendance. The other reason I bring this up is because some of what we believe the miscommunication about some of these aspects about, about what's happening with the general plan and such. Uh, some believe this overlay is intended to replace the downtown specific plan or possibly the midtown, uh, midtown corridor plan or other plans. That is not the case. Areas that already have a specific plan with form-based codes, if, we, if the city ever needed to amend them, we would amend the specific plan or that, or, or that corridor plan. This is intended to be a tool where the council, um, after getting a planning commission recommendation, could decide whether to apply an overlay to a standard zoning district. And if, if, you, if, if you know our standard zoning districts do not have the level of detailed prescriptive regulations that our form-based codes do. I would go so far as to say uh, a developer can propose a lot more of whatever they want in a standard zoning district than they can in any form-based code. So the purpose of the overlay is to be able to apply the form-based codes to areas to give more certainty that what's gonna be built is, um, fits in within the community expectations. We understand that the public it might have uncertainty about this because we haven't introduced it yet. Uh, what we would simply ask, both with this as well as the land use alternatives, for folks to attend the meetings, watch the meetings, listen, or so on, instead of reacting to what some fear will or won't be in those items, listen to what actually is said. You may still oppose it, and we welcome those comments. Uh, but I think a lot of people are going to um, see that it's not, it's probably not what they're fearing. And, and again, if it is, they still get to make comments. No decisions are made at this special session. No decisions are made at the community meetings on the land use. These are the start of processes, not the end. And with that, also available for any questions on, on this, this part. Could you uh, give us that date uh, yep. for the Poinsettia Pavilion meeting again, please? Yes, yeah, so that's uh, uh, August 31st. Uh, Commissioner Abbey, question, comment? Um, I noticed that uh, that Poinsettia Pavilion meeting, as you just mentioned, is Wednesday, August 31st, and it's DRC only for form-based code overlays. And in the memo that came out, it talked about townhome, three different types, townhomes, three and four stories, and five and six story uh, multi-unit dwellings, so apartments or condos. Um, is, is, is that, I have a couple of questions. Uh, the DRC, is that a workshop? Is that a meeting where they're just dealing with that only? Will, to what level will there be public participation in that meeting? So it is a special session where the only item on the agenda is this topic, and there will be, um, it won't run like a normal meeting, um, as it's not a formal item. Uh, there will be the opportunity for public 
public comment. There will be, if the technology in the room allows for it, uh, opportunity for um, uh, ability to do surveys on a phone and see what the results are for some visual preference uh, feedback. Uh, so yes, it's, it's, it's DRC only, uh, primarily because they are our design experts on, on, the, on our, our projects and, and, uh, and the belief is they would have the best experience with the form-based codes. The overlays will have to come to a planning commission meeting to be reviewed uh, and planning commission would make a recommendation to council. That's to adopt the overlays as a item um, in the versions you talked about. Planning Commission recommendation and council action is also necessary to apply that overlay to any particular property. So uh, there's the, over, the creation of the overlay will go through multiple public hearings. The application of the overlay to any property will go through multiple public hearings. Okay, so DRC, the recommendations they come up will eventually come to Planning Commission and will they then in turn need to be approved at that level uh, to City Council? Or will Planning Commission be final on the overlays? Because these are effectively the same as zoning districts, uh, the final action is at Council. Okay, and then, and then just so to be clear, uh, once these are adopted and at, if once these uh, overlays are adopted and that we've gone through that process, uh, what, how do you envision, um, do you expect that in, in the future that staff would recommend, uh, what, what parts of town would, no, that's not the, what I'm trying to ask. Uh, what would trigger, uh, these overlays being applied to specific parts of town in the future? So the, the, only, the only use of these overlays that, that we would say need to happen is for the housing element rezone sites. We do believe that this is a beneficial tool to consider applying to, to uh, other properties that have standard zoning uh, that could have new development that's proposed on it, uh, but we will we would we would probably when we bring the overlays forward, we would ask planning commission for their recommendation on whether it should be used beyond just for these handful of sites, uh, and that could be another analysis that, and and see if council wants to do that. And that could be another analysis where uh, we bring forward a map of here's where you might apply them. And then the idea is some parts uh, that, like for example, uh, there was the Goodman housing project that I think uh, never came forward to hearing, but it went through a lot of process. Uh, that was an all affordable housing project at the time. It was in an R3 zoning district. That's a standard zoning district. That means it had no form-based codes. There might be a public interest in applying the three-story version of the overlay to that type of R3 lot, because then a three-story form-based code would be in place there. If the Planning Commission or, and or City Council doesn't want to do that, we can just leave it at, as R3 and, and that is fine. So that's not going to be determined until later down the process. And, um, but I, my hope actually is that 
this, we can develop it as a tool that can be used more often, but if it's determined it's not a good enough tool to use, then it could be used just in these cases and not, it, not for anything else. Okay, last question. Um, thanks for that answer, Peter. Uh, last question, you had mentioned that potentially uh, they would, the overlays you envision them being used for the housing element, additional sites that included a church on Telegraph, I'm assuming that's across from Ventura College. Sure. Okay, and then you mentioned several sites on Johnson Drive. Is it, is it appropriate for me to ask approximately where on Johnson Drive you envision that being? It, it, would, it would just be the sites on Johnson Drive that were designated in the housing element for housing. That, that um, there were a number of them, uh, the Toys R Us site, or the former Toys R Us site, the shopping center adjacent to it, one of the parcels across the street, and the vacant properties next to Motel 6. Okay. And those, were, those have already been designated. Uh, the Planning Commission got to look at those. The council uh, saw them and adopted them. Uh, so the alternative to using the form-based overlay would to be apply a standard zone to those sites. But as I noted, if we apply a standard zone, then it's basically they have the perimeter setbacks and heights and we have very little else that we can say about the project. So we believe doing the form-based code on the housing element sites is a good thing. And if we can make the tool effective enough, possibly we can use it elsewhere. Okay, thank you. Any other questions, comments? Okay. Uh, Peter, I just want to reiterate the August 31st, a week from tonight, uh, it's an, I'm assuming it's an evening meeting, the DRC special meeting, and will it be televised? Uh, it is at 6 p.m. at the normal DRC time. Uh, due to the location, it will not be uh, televised live, but it will be recorded, and the recording will be uh, available on the Internet. Very good. Thank you. Uh, does that conclude your presentation on this topic? Yes. Okay. Any other questions or comments, commissioners? No? Okay. Very good. Uh, let's move on to staff communication. We have a member of the public that wished to comment on this item. Oh, on uh, the general plan update? Yes. Okay, very good. Yes. Let's bring them forward. Uh, let's open up the public meeting so that they can come forward. Amy Cherry? Hello, everybody. Thank you. Sorry I was late. Um, my name is Amy Cherry. And regarding the housing element, I just wanted to bring up um, the city council already passed the first version. And item 13, or I'm sorry, 18A states that uh, residential shall phase into commercial and industrial heights by 2023. As an example, our downtown and midtown. That's in the housing element that is with that the state. So that's where we're getting our concern about the six-story heights downtown or midtown. Um, I'm glad to hear that the way it was laid out tonight, it's good, but we'd like to see a housing element 2.0 with residential 75 feet tall taken out of it and maybe put the form-based codes in instead. And lot consolidation in neighborhoods needs to be amended as well. And that's Pretty much it. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Cherry. Any other speakers? No, not at this uh, time. Peter, would you like to address yeah. that? Yes, I would. 
So uh, the housing element does have a section that was um, uh, identified based on state state comments, uh, and it says it does not say that we will make residential match or line up with uh, with commercial industrial heights. It literally does not say that. It says we will uh, we commit to make them more comparable. And in the world of zoning and land use, I think you know there's a big difference between saying match and make comparable. Now, the follow-up is, well, what's the process for, for doing that? That would be an amendment to the corridor-specific plans that go through ample public hearings that will end up being discussed. And so, uh, again, there's no six-story uh, moving across midtown or downtown at all. Thank you, Peter. Um, with that, could you give us a, your definition of what make comparable actually means? It won't actually be up to me because the Planning Commission will make a recommendation to Council and Council will adopt that uh, for themselves. Okay. So, so <laughs> yes, Commissioner. So, to paraphrase then, <clears throat> making comparable will be our decision it'll be, that definition will be in our hands uh, on a case-by-case -case basis. Yes, except for the case-by-case. -case. So we, in or, the state looked at how some of our mixed-use zones allow heights that are much less than what our commercial and in, in industrial zones allow. They wanted us to address that. Uh, so we will have to amend the, the corridors the corridor plan and the, and the downtown specific plan, uh, the word choice was purposeful to not say match. And so uh, when that corridor plan and uh, specific plan amendment come forward, and I believe uh, we did commit to doing it by the end of 2023, uh, we will have a recommendation and the planning commission will hear that along with all the public. You will make a recommendation up to council and council will decide and uh, we will seek to make the uh, justification for what the actual action is as, as, as defensible as possible and as uh, consistent with the word choices. But to be clear, uh, if we were committing to make it six everywhere, we would have said match. We purposely did not say match. Uh, forgive me, I forgot to close the public hearing, so let me do that now. Commissioner Farkas? So it's been wordsmithed to get through the state, but it gives the city a lot of wiggle room as far as moving forward, so it will come back. Okay, thank you. Okay, other questions or comments? All right, very good. Um, then we shall move, and uh, that concludes staff communications. All right, very good. Uh, commissioners, anything for the good of the order that you'd like to announce? No? Fantastic. With that, let's adjourn this meeting. Thank you.
just said it wrong. It's a three one. Okay. Three zero one. Yes. No noise. And exactly. Yeah. And then I okay. was a little confused. You, got it. you know how that is. <laughs> right, right then and there. Sure, of course. It'll be renewed. 